Hello and welcome to It Bleeds Pixels, the bi-weekly slash weekly video game podcast that is roughly about video games, mostly. I'm Tony. And I'm Matt. Um, we'll just get started, get into it with uh, Matt's fact. Max fact, yes. We're going to talk about something that bleeds pixels. And basically what I'm going to talk about is good old Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. Uh, and as many might know about the Metal Gear Solid games, you often have these quirky boss battles. And one in particular is with a villain known as The End, who is a sniper. That if you play the game the proper way, you have to hide amongst the bushes and slowly track him down while he's camouflaged and shoot him to win. But if you didn't know, basically you can stop mid-battle, save the game, exit out, reset your console to say that it's a year in the future. And if you load back into that exact same save, he will die of old age because the end happens to be about 202. So there you go. He bleeds pixels. Shit, that's something I didn't know. Yeah. Even I found out in my research that there's even a little random fact that obviously you can, you know, set it a year ahead, cheat the system and you'll die. But you can even get an extra special bonus cutscene if you only do it a few days. And basically what will happen is as you load back into the battle, you'll be asleep and he'll ambush you and take a, you know, you'll get an extra cutscene. So uh, the good old Hideo Kojima Metal Gear Solid games have a whole bunch of weird Easter eggs and special ways to, to beat enemies that, you know, I could probably do another fact off the top of my head, but we'll save that for another podcast. Bleeds Pixels. Nice. That's hey, good... Tony. Yeah, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Well, I'm doing okay. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, g- Gaming-wise, I'm, I'm doing good, though. Nice. Um, We'll get on to what's playing. Yep. I'll let you go first there. I'll have to rack my brain a bit. All right, sweet. Well, here's something I prepared earlier. Nice. Um, I was playing Hollow Knight for the first time. It's something I downloaded on the Switch. Um, months ago now, I um, I downloaded it, and I never played it, and I sort of was like, oh, I'll get around to playing this at some point. Mm-hmm. And one thing that's good about this podcast is um, it's forcing me to play new stuff um, not that we have to, we can play the same sort of shit each week, but it sort of is a bit of incentive to try new games. And I mean, if I've got games in my backlog sitting there that I don't have to purchase and I'll give it a go. So, um, yeah, it's just a, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people know what it is. It was on Steam. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm familiar with the name of it. I mean, initially when you said it, my brain thought Shovel Knight and I was like, is it a sequel or something? But it's different, right? But it's still, is it similar gameplay? Yeah, so I would say it was similar. It definitely feels more like a Metroidvania game. It that's, feels that's what I was going to ask. That's sort of what I could see of it. The whole sort of uh, you know, I guess progression through sort of linear levels, but you get the power ups to get elsewhere later, right? One of those it, Metroidvania, exactly. And it's a very maze type. What feels like a platformer, but it has a real maze element to it, and it's open open in a sense you can sort of go where you want to and you level up and um yeah um just that sounds like a lot of games but um (laughs) yeah it's challenging but fun uh the biggest thing i love about it is the art style so every time i'm just looking at the game i'm like man it makes me want to pick up a pen and start drawing like learn to learn how to draw it's that type of game but the art is very cool and it's obviously i'd say our type of style as well which is kind of a little dark and a bit bleak yeah, it's got that. It's got that like darkness to it. I was um, just going to say, man, you should you should do some drawing. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I, I've been um, thinking about that a lot for um, so, you know a lot of reasons really. Yep. Um, 
um, that's something I, I want to pick up. Um, I've done it every now and again, but I haven't stuck to it enough. But yeah, I would yeah. like to start drawing more. Um, I think even sometimes the cool thing about drawing is when you do get those sort of like little bolts of inspiration, then you can just sort of focus on something specific, come up with your own style. Um, you know, it'd, it'd be good. It'd be rad. Yeah. You can post yeah. it on the gram, man. Yeah, hard out. Exactly. And I, th yeah, totally. Um, that'd be a good gram post. And I, cannot draw for shit but i have a knack for or a love for um like with dragon ball z i used to as a kid i used to like pause the tv and then i would um try and mimic the image on paper yep. yeah um, i did the, i did the exact same thing yeah and i remember i had like on my pc on my like underneath my keyboard i had this big uh paper pad and I drew like a big Goku and stuff. And to me, it looked awesome. It was very like just the line artwork. I didn't color it in or anything, but yeah. I can't, I can't seem to like, if you told me to draw Goku or something and I was like, um, trying to freestyle it in my head, I can't really do it. But if mm -hmm. I, if I mimic a picture, I can get what, well, in my opinion, I can get a lot closer. Um, but yeah, that's something I would like to do again. Um, but yeah, so our boss battles in the game are pretty fun. Um, yep like challenging and you got to just work out the pattern and once you get the pattern it's like super fun and i actually wrote it reminds me of shovel knight which i played on the wii u and i really love that game i played right through and yeah that's about it i also uh was playing adventures of lolo and uh dr mario which are like puzzle games um on the nes online switch online oh yeah uh, what's what was that first one you mentioned sorry i haven't heard of that uh, one adventures of lolo so it's like a um uh mike and james on um cinemasca they did like a a video on youtube about it um uh yeah and it was just like man i i should give this a go and it's just yeah it's cool it i don't know it's it's different but it reminds me of like bomber man but it's like puzzle elements and then it unlocks the door to get it get to the next room oh cool um so it's like pops down so it's a, class, a classic old one is it yeah and it's it's like a hidden gem on the nintendo like original nintendo and yeah it's just one of those games that like if you had as a kid or an adult you just struck it real lucky to get such a good game um nice that's what i've been playing what have you been playing man um, well, I was having a sort of half-assed tidy of my room, came across the old 3DS, uh, and realized, well, I, I had ah, start that one again, loaned out a f bunch of the games that I do own to people, which I probably do need to track down, uh, but came across the fact that I had Dragon Quest Seven, Fragments of the Forgotten Past, which I've never finished, uh, so I just picked that back up again, uh, jumped into a save I had. Uh, and I don't know if you played any of the Dragon Quest games, but they're, you know, uh, RPGs. Uh, yeah, and it was a, so it's a 3DS version. It's not, it's a, because I think the original was re released back on the PlayStation years ago, like 98, 99 or something. Uh, this came out uh, 2010, I don't know if that was me just uh, making up a number. But it's like a sort of whole 3D reimagining. And yeah, it's still just the classic uh, Dragon Quest turn-based role-playing game. Uh, with some slightly fancy graphics. It's a pretty basic storyline, but uh, yeah, I was just having fun playing that again. Just sort of sitting there while doing other things. And just, I think as we addressed in the last podcast, I, I, I've got no problem doing the grind. So I was just sort of sitting there doing the same few battles, just leveling up while watching garbage television on Netflix. But yeah, so I've just sort of re-jigging re that, replaying that. So yeah. st still got a no. bit more to go, but... 
Nice. I really love doing that. I love um, like personally watching Twitch or YouTube. I usually watch Twitch when I'm gaming because YouTube videos are end at a certain time. If like if you're watching a show, you want it to be running each episode or a movie. Um, so yeah, and I love doing that while playing a grindy game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I reckon that's a good combination. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, and again, I, I think it's the sort of that gameplay that I'm, I'm used to where it is, it's, I can just sort of do it without even thinking. And I know for a lot of people, the grind of an RPG can, you know, grate on people, but me, I've got no problem with it. And yeah, now coupled with, you know, the amazing internet world we live in, I can do multiple things while doing it, while still just, you know, lazing in bed. That's the beauty of portable gameplay as well, I reckon. Hard out, multiple, yeah, multitasking. Oh yeah, even though it's all pointless tasking <laughs> nice yeah. all right well that sounds pretty sweet um it's good that we're both still gaming <laughs> yeah <laughs> haven't given up after one week <laughs> yeah yeah haven't like pulled the pin yet um yeah. give it give it another 10 eh? yeah man <laughs> <laughs> like i remember that ad okay yeah. so we'll go we'll go on to um uh we'll go on to news guys now Okay. I'll so, uh, yep. Well, yeah, I was yep. going to say, you, you lead off on all that. I, I, I'm learning from you. So, yeah. So, this week is going to be super light, is, is what I found was like, um, yeah, uh, it was quite rumor heavy as opposed to actual news. Um, mm-hmm. So, also, we have a bit of like a history to talk about of how we met and, and things and a bit of background. So, we'll go into that a bit more this week as opposed to the news, news section. Yep. But, um, yeah, there was just, I'll just go over it real quick. Um, what I, um, from podcasts, YouTube, you know, um, all that sort of stuff um, that I listen and watch. Um, just picked up a couple of things and also the games I'm playing. So, um, oh, I guess I missed out on saying that, but um, I'm playing a little bit of Animal Crossing and there's a, a update in it where you can do, um, you can do diving now. Okay. Um, so I'm, I've yet to do it. I've picked up my wetsuit. Um, I was playing it just before, actually. I was going to give it a go, but I'll update on, on next week what that's like, my personal nice. opinion for that part of the game. Um, cool, I cool, saw, cool. I saw on the online store for um, Don- uh, Donkey Kong Country is coming onto the Super Nintendo onto the Switch Online. So if you have the membership, you get that for free. Um, oh, right. Yeah, and that's a game I've never played, and apparently it's that's... one of the best. Best games the, on the Nintendo. That was the rare one back in the day, eh? Yeah. Yes, with the sort of, uh, it was one of the first sort of, at least on the Nintendo, if I remember correctly, sort of them using like, it's not 3D, but they're using like 3D models to sort of get the art style. Yeah, it reminds me of like Killer Instinct or like yeah, Mortal Kombat yeah. or something. Like it's got that real crazy look to it where it looks real. It sort of looks 3D because the 2D character is like in front of the background or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. so anyway, I've never played that before, so um, I think it'll be cool to play um, with my with my boy. I reckon he might like that too. And yep. um, I was just going to say, there's no update on Dr. Disrespect, so that's still the reason to why he got banned off Twitch. We don't know yet. And there was also a rumour about uh, Breath of the Wild 2. Apparently they've... The, the rumor, it is a rumor, so I don't want to go uh, this section be all rumors, but I just add mm. this in because it's a game I'm looking forward to. So Breath of the Wild 2 um, is supposedly nearing completion and development um, with the voice actors finishing their roles. So 
Because um, that's, if, if I, I mean, that's uh, not a common thing usually for Zeldas to get sequels, right? Like, it's only, they do that very rarely, where usually it's like every time that you're playing a new Legend of Zelda, it's like a, a new Link, a new Zelda, a new storyline. I think exactly. the only time they've sort of really done that was, that, that sort of uh, jumps in my head is just Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. But otherwise, they're always just, you know, you get Twilight Princess, you get all the Wind Wakers. So I guess this is even kind of big that it's actually getting a sequel. Sort of shows how um, important it was. Yeah, I feel that they, exactly. And I feel, yeah, exactly. And I, I'm glad that they're building on the same engine, that they're making yep. it the same gameplay because you absolutely could expand on that. Um, it's awesome that they know they're on to a winner and they're going to do that. Um I mean, you could just keep releasing them, and people are going to buy them. So, but yeah, that's um, that's that's it for the news section, really. Cool. All right, so I guess we're now running into our. Uh, I guess we could almost sort of treat this as like a secondary pilot, where we sort of get a bit more of introductions of you and I out there to the, to the masses. Correct. Yeah, that's the one. So we're into mid school memories, but um, so it's like our retrospective of you know how we know each other, how we met. Um, and then what consoles and you could even mention games if you want, but what, what our, I think we've both got a list of our past, um, what we, what we've played and what we've owned and, mm-hmm. and yeah. So, um, I'll let that you was, start. That was, that was my homework. <laughs> yep. Uh, so I guess, are we going to do sort of a, a, a spiel of you and me as mates and how we know each other in games as well or? Yeah, I mean, we can add that in, like, how we know each other, yeah, to begin yeah, with. Yeah, because I don't even know if we really sort of, I mean, I, well, I know we did do it last episode, but that was sort of a separate uh, separate recording and it didn't get edited into the into the final pass, so. Yeah, uh, yeah, I also did it in my car and it sounded completely different to the rest of the audio, so personally I didn't. I didn't like it, but no, fair, fair enough. But yeah. I, I, I was. I think the only thing that one kicked me was that I was like, "Oh, there was at least one joke I got in that I thought was pretty funny." So I'm gonna try and if if it arises again naturally, I'm gonna sort of weasel it back in, worm it yeah. back in. Yeah, it seems weird to like try and relive that magic, but we'll I do know. It. Yeah. scripting some jokes. We definitely yeah. try and stay away from that, uh, which just sort of shows, I guess, what hopefully people will pick up. Uh, me and Tony have known each other for years now uh i sort of i remember you know seeing you from a distance from old soccer days back in the day but it wasn't until uh high school uh, in new zealand where we met where you remember you? me you remember me from soccer yeah you were the well i mean tony's tony 3xl you've always been a very big dude so i just remember i was like oh that giant defender i hated playing against him <laughs> holy shit i can't remember playing soccer against you that's crazy yeah, I just I just remembered the, the this this tall guy, and then I was like, and then uh, uh, high school started, college, whatever you want to call it, and uh, yeah, then I was like, oh, it's the tall guy from soccer. Funny, awesome. But yeah, so that's you know that was us meeting when we were what like how old are you in yeah that's third it. form? That's our sports chat for the episode. Oh damn it! I did it again, didn't I? <laughs> You're bringing up soccer now, man. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, obviously, showing my true colours. <laughs> man, I think you should be into sports more than gaming. Well, you know, well here's a, 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 a hot take for people that because I've been actually trying to avoid, but well, also wanted to bring this up naturally because the sports that I like, as you know, is sports entertainment. I am a huge wrestling fan. Yeah, so you are. I was, I was just going to like sort of uh, slowly try and work in some uh, uh, wrestling, 
words just to see who picks up on that. But there we go. You've outed me outright. Where it used to be a few years ago, it was that sort of uh, guilty secret, guilty pleasure, I guess you would say. You know, you, you, you wouldn't tell people that you're into wrestling. Apart from when it was like, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin and everyone was doing crotch chops. Then everybody liked wrestling. <laughs> but I continued to like wrestling and uh, used to hide that from everyone. Now... I don't give a fuck who knows. <laughs> Every piece of clothing I have usually has a wrestler on it. I spent majority of my money, if not on video games, on wrestling figurines. I've, I collect those old school LJN, the big giant bend, unbendable ones from the 80s. Yeah, the unbendable ones. I watched oh, yeah. the, um, the documentary about that on, on Netflix, the, yes. the toys that made us. Yeah. And that was real interesting about how how they became non-bendable and stuff. But yeah, if you're interested in that and you haven't already, again, if you probably listened to this, you probably have watched that. But yep. yeah, that's quite cool. But yeah, and I know you're a fan of The Undertaker and I used to watch wrestling too. Um, yeah, uh, more of a casual uh, casual sort of guy watching it. Yep. But yeah, I mean, you'd, yeah. you'd be what you'd be what we used to, what they refer to in the business as a mark, whereas I'm yeah. a smart mark which means I'm still a mark. And if yeah. anyone listening gets that, uh, message me. Because <laughs> then, you know, trying to find people that are into wrestling is literally impossible these days. Yeah, yeah. Join Matt's Discord, <laughs> re- wrestling Discord, which yeah. he doesn't have yet. It, 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 uh, it's the other weekly, weekly, weekly podcast I'm going to set up called It Pile Drives Pixels. Yeah. But anyway, uh, long story short, I promise I will stop mentioning sport, Tony. I, I am so sorry. <laughs> That's right. So anyway. Uh, but yeah, so how old were we in third form when we met properly? Yeah. How old is that? 15? Younger? Uh, I 13. So 13. we were like, um, I was 12 and you would have been 13 or, yeah, 12, 13. Yeah. yeah. And yep. we are now elderly men in our 30s. Yeah. And I have the spine of like an 80-year-old. Yeah, and I have the bitter soul of a, you know, eighty-year-old as well. Yeah, so but we've known be, each other for a, a very long time, pretty much, and uh, been through some thick and thins, uh, stayed mates, and one of the bonding factors I think that we found early on was video games, pretty much. Yeah, I so think. I I have a memory of you um, bowling around to my house, uh, and those real awkward that awkward time at college when you're trying to find mates, and I remember you you know, very early on coming around to my house and we played um, Skitchen yes. on my Mega Drive. That was, that was actually my memory that I was going to bring up. Remembered that. Which was, uh, it was like a road rash, but you're on rollerblades, right? Holding onto the back of cars and punching people. Yeah, and you're getting weapons and beating the shit out oh, of people. Yeah. It, and... was, it was pretty, it was such a 90s game, but uh, I thought that was so rad playing that with you. Yeah, real 90s, especially rollerblading. Like, I don't know oh, yeah. anybody that rollerblades now. Like, no. Yeah. No, uh, and yeah, that was just you know it's sort of one of those extreme sports games that came out in the nineties. Everyone, everything had an attitude, you know. Everything had had to go fast and had like X's and Z's on the ends of their names. And yeah, Skitchen with ending in an N and maybe an exclamation point. But, yeah, because uh, every, everything was extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, yeah. Just throughout the years, I mean, we've we've flattered together. I remember you had the old. Uh, the the original Xbox, which I still want to call the Xbox One, just because you know PlayStation One, but uh, yeah, the big... name names Xbox is a terrible naming of choice of consoles. But yes, yeah. <laughs> but I remember that was sort of my introduction to playing Halo with you and the boys in the flat. I, uh, yeah. I think everyone sort of 
was working different shifts, so I, I was often, you know, playing that at different times and just, you know, loved that, that gigantic controller. Yeah, the the Duke. That's right, yeah. Yeah, and I'm a massive fan of that controller with having big hands and, um, yeah, like okay. one of my favourite, yeah, one of my favourite controllers of all time is actually the Wii U because it was a big tablet that you hold. Um, oh, yeah. But, yeah. That, that would be a second, almost second favorite. Yeah, that Duke controller, which you can actually buy now. They remade it for the um, the Xbox One, the new, you know, the one that's out now. Um, but that's yeah, cool. anyway, yeah. And then, yeah, it's just sort of uh, progressed from there. With, with, I mean, Red Alert 2 was a game that sort of got played over early long distance internet games with you and a few other friends. Uh, there's been, what other sort of gaming memories would we have shared together? Um, I remember going to work and you not being at work and looking through the keyhole of your room and seeing <laughs> you sitting there, <laughs> seeing, I'm like, is Matt going to work or is that? And you had been up all night and this is like 6am or something and you're just fully stoked, like, you know, jamming some 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 PS1. Um, I, I think I remember that. That was me playing Final Fantasy VI. Right. So, yeah, was like I a, was going to mention the game, but I, I, I didn't want to... Sp- spoil it yeah no it's good yeah and i love that i was like yeah like because I, I you know i love gaming so i'm just like fuck that's awesome the priority is gaming fuck yep. work didn't, didn't <laughs> sleep much that night or a few nights around then that's for sure yeah there was, always, was... There was always the day for that yeah it was great i love it um yeah but i mean you haven't been so you haven't been you're not really like a multiplayer sort of guy you definitely were you know, gaming yeah. to yourself sort of guy. So if I, it's more like I, I knew that you gamed and you would game on mm. your own. But it was like I'm totally fine with that. And I know you from gaming um, with your 3ds and your uh, advance back in the day as well. Um, yeah. Well, I think you know I've been playing Final Fantasy VI all, all all hours of the of of the night, and then sort of when I did go to work, it was to save up money to buy a Game Boy Advance to play Pokemon Ruby. So yeah, then there wasn't much more sleep after that either. Yeah, yeah, and I think at the time, like because I played Pokemon and I played games in that, but it was almost like embarrassing at certain times that you felt like maybe it was weird to talk about. Mm. Um, I always did usually have that issue because it was mainly what I was playing was single player games. Yeah. So I know everyone sort of, you know, there's, I guess I would even say Halo was kind of a resurgence in video games for a lot of people, uh, especially Halo three on the 360. And it just, yeah. all of a sudden it was like everyone I ran into like, you know, Oh yeah, I game, I play Halo three. And I was always like, well, not really. <laughs> you play a game on a console. I don't know if you're really yeah. a gamer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I th- and that's why I think I always sort of just appreciated you always just sort of had memories for a lot of the old school games. Yeah. You know, so I could at least talk to you about that. And But yeah, you were right in the fact that it was like, you know, the games I was playing was like, oh, you know, I just keep rescuing princesses and have to fight octopus monsters. And yeah, <laughs> how do I have conversations with people about that? Yeah, exactly. So um, that's, that, I mean, in a nutshell, I'm pretty, that's how we know each other gaming wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, 
What do we but, talk about now? <laughs> well, I guess we were gonna do the, you wanted a rundown of all the consoles throughout. Uh, yeah, yeah. Their so own personal histories, I guess, right? Personal histories. So um, I'll just start. I'll just rattle off because I got it all sitting here. Mm-hmm. So uh, my gaming past consists of. Um, I think I was about four years old and we got a IBM computer given to us by our next door neighbor. And there was a game Alley Cat that I played on it. And the, so I remember playing that game. And I remember the second thing I remember being that young and in general, it was real difficult to play games on that because it was like floppy disks and you had to like put one in, take one out, put the next one in. Yep. Yeah, to get it working. So that was a memory that I have. So it's funny, my first memory is like frustration about gaming. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Alley Cat, I remember that you were like this little black cat that would um, try and scale a building and people were throwing uh, dishes out of the windows and it would knock you down and you're trying to like scale the building. Oh, yeah. Um, and then after that, my brother, probably when I was about five or six, got um, the Master System 1, which was the one with the gun. And so it had the gun game, the light gun game, and it had a snail maze game, and it had like a hang on, which was like Road Rash, but it was like the uh, motorbike game. So, yep. and that, and but my specific memory of that console was watching my brother for hours and hours play Wonder Boy and Monsterland. Mm-hmm. I, and, and clocking that, like finishing it. We, we used to call it clocked in my neighborhood. Um, Ditto. So, and I think that's where my love for, because I was so young, I was like shit at the game. I'd I'd almost rather, like I loved playing it, but it was hard for me. So I loved watching my brother play it. Um, and I think that's where my love for like Twitch and stuff started. Like I, I love watching people that are good um, play games. Just like, you know, it's like some people don't really understand it, but it's it's to me it's like, yeah, it's like a. It's like anybody doing something amazing, doing something good, like yeah, people that, I, like, people that like sport, for example. <laughs> like me. Yeah, exactly, like you. <laughs> they say So they'll say, like, so there's people that will meet me, and like, oh, it's real weird, like, you watch video games, or I don't get it, and it's like, well, you don't play rugby. Here we go, mention rugby. Yep. You, don't play, you don't play rugby, but you watch rugby. It's yeah. kind of like the same thing. It's like yeah. different. You're just watching somebody that's so good at something. That I also, it, I also that think it comes it interesting. Yeah, yeah man. I sorry, to, but I also think it sort of comes from, especially just the kind of games you had to play back in the day weren't multiplayer. You know, so it wasn't always. It was like you took your turn. You'd go around to a friend's house and you'd play level for level or something like that. But there was often times, or life for life, and sometimes you were sitting there just watching someone else play the game. And then yeah, and if actually... that if that guy was so good, you would yeah. be sitting there for yeah. ages because they were so good. They were like trying to clock the fucking thing. Yeah, and then you get you're going. Oh, I'm dead. Oh, it's his go again. Yeah, <laughs> you're like what? I, I think that was always the gauge with what kind of friends you had and how good they were when they either said life for life or level for level. Yeah. Because you know, sometimes yeah. if they often, oh life, yeah, yeah, they were kind of like, oh, I can sit on this life for ages, knowing you're going to give me my turn again in two seconds. Whereas yeah, levels exactly. a bit more fair. But even then, it was like sometimes you would play with people enough, and you know, you're sort of working collectively to to, to beat a game, and you realised certain people were better at certain levels than other people. You know, there was always yeah. those uh, unfortunate underwater levels in most games that some people were definitely better at. Yeah, the water levels are super hard, and if there's wind, like in the the 
what was supposed to be the proper Mario 2, the lost levels, it, yep. um, there's like wind in it. So when you're jumping, there's like wind that pushes you. And um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was what I was saying before is like, um, it's like the equivalent to wrestling. Like people say things like, oh, it's weird that you watch wrestling because it's fake. It's like, yeah, but let alone you go to a movie and you watch an actor portraying somebody that's not him and the whole movie's fake. It's yeah. like the same, it's the same fucking thing. Yeah, it's just it's, people being closed-minded. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's basically stupid storytelling just with the resolution always comes with a choreographed fight. But I'm like, it's kind Which of- Which is extremely dangerous and yes. like amazingly entertaining. Yes, which yeah. I love. But that's, you know, yeah. when people, it's the same way that you can say, well, that's, you've just explained a, a Marvel movie to me. Yeah, exactly. It's stupid conflict and then they have a choreographed fight. Yeah. But yeah, yeah sorry. Excuse, excuse me. Yeah. Anyway, went on a random rant there. <laughs> Fucking I, old old men pissed off gaming. Yeah, um, yeah, it's never gonna stop. So yeah, yeah. It's just like a vent. Um, yeah. Um, then I went to the Master System too when I was probably around about eight. Um, mm -hmm. just because everyone in my neighbourhood had them, and um, obviously playing Alex Kid, and most people refer to that as Alex the Kid. Um, oh, I did yeah, that. It's actually Alex Kid. Yeah, and just because that was built built on it, um, yeah, it was it came on the console. Um, yeah, I just had a random memory then of playing Wonder Boy and Monster Land, and it had a cheat where there was a massive pause button on it, and if you just hit the pause button over and over and over again, it would um, spawn you money. But you had ah. to do it just so. There's a cheat if anyone wants to know that. Oh, I should have uh, saved that one, Suz. <laughs> yeah, should have. Yeah, damn. <laughs> Okay. Um, we'll edit it out and put it at, yeah. at the start. Yeah, secret uh, cheat codes. Um, yeah, then I went around about the same time. I would have been about nine. I had a Game Boy. It was like the original original Game Boy that was grey. Shortly after that, I got the see-through one. That's sort of like you see the insides of it, so it looked like it was green. Um, I don't know at what point I switched, but um, they were the, both the brick ones. Mm -hmm. um, and then I had a Mega Drive 2 when I was about 10. Um, and I have a memory of this because um, my father was um, doing like a home video, like he rented like a a um, uh, what do you call it? like a video camera? Because <laughs> obviously, yeah, because we didn't have like phones and shit back then. And um, he took um, like a video of my dog at the time and the house, and then it turns to me and the the, the footage is like stored at my parents' house, and I'm like, I got a Mega Drive Two for my birthday, and I got like <laughs> real high balls, and I like I put my fingers up like the peace sign, like uh, it's so cringe, and I've got uh, like a I've got like a blonde undercut like I used to, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> fashionable now. Um, oh, I would love to see all this, man. Yeah, and then I go and sit down, and I'm playing. Um, Ren and Stimpy, and I can you, I, you can see my brother like watching me play. It's pretty cool, and I'm sitting like like I always did, about a meter away from the screen. Yeah, uh, yeah which is also you know probably because of the length of the um, controller the, cord. The cord, yep. Yeah, but um, and the smaller TVs. Yeah, and because I was blind as shit and never wore glasses <laughs> when I was a kid. Um, yeah, and then shortly after that, and this is where it gets a bit muddly for me, but I was around about twelve to thirteen. But I wrote 12. I had a PS1, Nintendo 64, and a Saturn. And I had these. Whoa. I th so I had like. So there was, no, there was no console war in your house. You had them all. Yeah, but I, they kind of overlapped. And I had like two and then the other one, if that makes sense. But I know I had the Saturn first. Yeah. Because what, what I would do is I would, I would 
we would even hire like we i never had it but we would like go hire the mega drive cd like say yeah. it was my brother's birthday and we would play like star wars on that or something but i never owned it but anyway so satin sort of started dying and they had them at the rental store and they had them for like whatever like half price what they usually would be and i had a paper and and i and i brought it that way oh nice uh, but soon after that i realized that like, everyone had a ps1 or mm-hmm. like nintendo 64 my friends did and i was like well i've got the satin and no one else does so it's kind of shit because i can't like games like swap games and stuff so. yeah man i even sort of think of the satin as like even like the most forgotten console really yes yeah. you had the master system which everyone had and even the, sorry the Me- mega drive before that and people were still playing that and i remember you know there was talk of the dreamcast but the saturn was in between that right so yeah so what happened was is, um after there was the console wars with nintendo and um sega and the mega drive um yeah they were in competition and sega went all out and they ballsed up by releasing the 30 uh sega cd and then they did a 32x mm-hmm. and then as soon as they were like only a few months into producing this 32x they all of a sudden said oh now we're going to do sega satin so people that had purchased other um you know the other consoles felt burned because they had only just brought them and yep. then games were like oh we're discontinuing these and then we're going to continue by um you know we're gonna shit on you by releasing this sega satin and it just apparently it just burnt a lot of customers but i think it did really well in japan yeah um yeah and then okay um there's a little history history lesson there mm-hmm. um yeah make, then it, we went makes in it, it sound like we're informed <laughs> yeah on on the satin i remember particularly playing a game called d um that game was like a horror game it was freaky as shit um ah, for me, I think i've heard you talk about this before i thought maybe you were talking about vampire hunter d but i even looked into it and it was like a sort of real early survival horror game is that right yes it was so it was area shit and it had cutscenes. and it, i remember like it was real disturbing there's like a a scene where you're like first person you and 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 it would cut to what happened you're trying to figure out this mystery or whatnot and it's just a scene i remember like playing at night almost because there's no internet or anything i don't even know what i'm playing like i'm Mm. learning as i play the game and this dude like picks up a knife from the table and just starts stabbing his daughter in the stomach and i'm just like whoa like what the fuck am i watching like (laughs) that sounds pretty metal yeah well especially because i was quite um sheltered as a kid and i wasn't allowed to watch like you know like horror movies and stuff i don't know why my parents thought it was like bad for me or something i think everybody's parents have that run of sometimes you know trying to enforce what you can and can't watch not alone there yeah so that was a shock to me because i'd never seen like anything like that in my life and i was like what the hell but yeah unfortunately excuse me i never finished the game um but i think i got stuck on a certain point but i i I got quite the ways through it and i've since watched the let's play of it and that um something i'd like to play again but yeah Mm. anyway um yeah and nintendo 64 um obviously with 007 was a great shooter and there's a few other games i played on that obviously and um ps1 then i shortly around about this time my grandparents uh gave me money towards my education and i thought okay i can buy a computer (laughs) (laughs) you you know you'd learn something yeah so i'm like oh well it's got to do with my schooling so i will buy a computer yeah so um 
yeah, that that was really great. Um, obviously playing like Red Alert two and that, like as we mentioned, like online, that was the first like with dial up. Like, mum, mum, don't pick up the phone, you know. Um, and then yeah, then we went. I had a little bit of a hiatus with with that because pretty much it was just my PC, and I probably had like a um, PS one sitting there at that point. And then I had, and then I got the original Xbox um, at this. Yeah, and then I at, at some point in between the Xbox and the Xbox 360, I had a PS2 as well. So yeah, when Xbox, PS2, Xbox 360, then I had a, and I love the shit out of my Xbox 360, um, particularly um, Mass Effect 2 was a great game for that. Yep. Uh, then I went to, I had a DSi XL, which was a, you know, the Nintendo handheld. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had a Wii U, which is one of my favorite controllers of all time. And um, I've really actually enjoyed that console. Um, while I had it, um, then I had a th- uh, around the same time I had a 3DS XL. And this because this is when I started collecting, and I started collecting old stuff that I had, like Mega Drives and Game Boys and stuff. Yep. Um, but yeah, um, uh, then I went into um, right, and so now I've got a PC. Like, a, uh, um, but yeah, I need to um, upgrade my PC, get a better one. Um, and I have a Switch, which I love, and an Xbox One, and that's pretty much, pretty much where I'm at today. Nice, that's a yeah. a, a good gamut of uh, of consoles. It's even just funny hearing, like you know, uh, what your list is, uh, and even just some of the stories uh, that you have along with them are also just so similar to mine, because mine also starts with. Uh, not my computer, but like neighborhood kids' computers or family friends' computers. And I remember playing like sort of, I think I even remember playing like one of our neighbors must have had like a real early computer that didn't even have like graphics. It was all like text adventures. Oh, shit, I remember them. So it was like just typing in like, you know, uh, you're in a room, there is a door to the north, what do you do, that sort of thing. And, you know, having to get all the language correct just to, and you're just watching a black and green screen. Pretty much yeah. dying every two seconds. Wasn't um, there a game that was like um, it was to do with drugs? It was like drug wars or something? Could be. Could there's you know they it was it was <clears throat> quite imaginative really because they could just come up with any concepts and it was all just written. So you know you just had to use your imagination. You are in space, but they you know sort of were the the, the precursors to what would become all the point and click games, which I you know have loved throughout the years like uh monkey island and king's quest and leisure suit larry and sam and max though you're just typing in things but you know similar to what you sort of said it was always it was someone around the neighborhood or an auntie or uncle or grandparents or something Um, the first console i actually owned uh, i don't have i i'd forgotten how old i am in any of these uh but was the master system 2 uh which came with Again, uh, I have learned from you, Alex Kid, not Alex the Kid. I always used to call it Alex the Kid. Uh, but that was uh, the main game on there that I played the shit out of was Sonic the Hedgehog, the first one. Hell yeah. And yeah, that was so. That was for a Christmas, I think. And I remember actually initially being kind of upset I was getting it because everyone else had a Nintendo and I wasn't sure, I wasn't aware what a Sega was. Um, and then, yeah, Dad got it because I think he got he knew guys. I think we used to have and still do have uncles that sometimes get things off the backs of trucks. Oh, you know, it fell off the back of a truck. 
I think that's how I got my beer, my beer mixes when I was little and all that sort of stuff. I was just like, oh, <laughs> your uncle knows a guy. And I was like, okay. But yeah, I, I stopped complaining once I started playing Sonic. I, I, I loved that. And I actually have to say, I think that was the first game I ever clocked. Like, Wow, that's awesome. And it's crazy because that game uh, is different. So I never played it on the Master System. I only played it on the Mega Drive. Mm. So it's it's different from the Master System to the Mega Drive. Yeah, I, I didn't even realize that too because that's why I think when people were talking, I didn't realize they came out at the same time. And this is what, I mean, I know sometimes the end cycles end life cycles of consoles will get a release they do that these days too you know like the 360 was ending but they were still releasing 360 games but you'd get the xbox one version i didn't realize they were doing that back then too that sonic came out on multiple consoles yeah because it was so successful and um the master system really thrived in like brazil and stuff like that so because mm. um, that's so, why they so, it was big in australasia and england right like the, the power regions yeah, so it seemed like Nintendo was America and Japan, and they didn't give a fuck about anyone else. So Sega sort of, you know, took up the slack of everywhere else. And so, yeah, I think people felt a little bit like, oh, Nintendo's a bit weird like that, but that's just mm. the way they are. But, um, well, I, I thank them for it, because, yeah, I played lots of Segas, and then that's when I ran into everyone else playing it too, and everyone, yeah, had all the still... Never finished Alex Kidd, but I mean, I was so stupid I didn't even realize that the 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 Jankin matches, the paper scissors rock, had a uh, pattern. <laughs> That's how young and dumb I was. That it was going to be the same every time. I just needed to write it down. But you know, you didn't think that way when you were a kid. It was just all like life and death. I was like, oh no, am I going to do? What if? What if I do rock and you know he does paper? Like, oh, and then just struggling to get back to that place after wiping out. Not yeah, so it was kind of just. Yeah, it was designed for you just to get to that point and either fluke it or or get it get it wrong and then you write down, okay, so next time I'll try this one and then you repeat it, yeah. But um I felt that kind of cheap that it came down to paper, rock, scissors. Yeah. But yeah. That was their boss battles really, wasn't it? Yeah. Before they'd figure that out. And then yeah, so the next few years were mainly just a sort of mixture of do you remember those um See, I've written down Tiger Electronics, but I don't know if I actually specifically had one. But it was just like Christmases would come and grandparents would be like, oh, Matt likes video games. So they'd get you those sort of like 30-in-1 Tetris handheld cartridges. Yep, I fully remember them. And yeah. I remember them there being like an imitation Tetris one. Yep. I remember having one of them. I think everyone um, had that. It was like grey... Because it was also, I think it was even made to look like it was a Game Boy. So you'd start being like, yeah. oh, they got me a Game Boy. And then you were like, what the fuck is this? You know, yeah, it's a piece slapping, of shit. I mean, slapping your nana across the face. Like, <laughs> get out of here with this. Yeah, totally. Like, it's not the thing, but thank yeah. you. Yeah. But I think even just, and again, like, going back to the, like, because I remember Tiger Electronics was the brand that made lots of those, just sort of like a tie-in games but again they were like their own consoles and it was like just usually a left or a right and it was like you'd get a batman game and it was like you were in the batmobile and i know you can't see it i tried to inflect there that i was doing parentheses with my hands you know the batmobile but you just push left or right and they'd flash up on screen and you were dodging like the penguins bullets or something like that but then rinse yeah exactly it was it was like a set screen and then um the cut the color would switch over to the next part so yeah yeah it wasn't was like a moving it was a moving image through like an illusion really yeah yep. 
But I remember those, like, you know, a Batman version of that. I think there was like a, maybe even I remember like a Popeye game. It was the exact same game, but, you know, they just changed what graphic was down the bottom. Yeah, because that was pre that was pre Game Boy. It was called the Game and Watch, and they made right. them. And then they obviously the juggling Ti- game, Tiger, right? yeah. And then Tiger came out with an imitation of that for pe- kids that obviously can't afford a Game Boy or whatever. Yep. And they they were quite um they're quite uh, sought after by collectors and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if I still. No, oh, I don't think they're hanging around. Who knows? I've held on to everything else, but probably my dad threw them out. Yeah, because they're like. Like your toys, it was like more of a toy than a gaming yeah. machine in a way. Yeah. Uh, so I guess the next run then was just the, the, the good old family computer. Dad bought a PC. Uh, and then I think we had a, you know, another uncle that knew how to fix things. And next thing it had DOS. So that's I remember playing Doom and uh, Commander Keen and all those sort of, sort of DOS games. Uh, and then, you know, that sort of slowly got upgraded when it finally had a CD-ROM playing like Mech Warrior uh, and just all these Syndicate Wars. Don't know if you remember that one. It was sort of like I a, know I know the name was like and a, I definitely know Doom. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that one was sort of a, a gimme. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Syndicate Wars was kind of like a RTS strategy. You controlled a team of five sort of futuristic super soldiers and had to go do missions. Uh, I was never very good at it, but, you know, I, I liked how it looked, like cyberpunk. Uh, until then, yeah, finally, uh, I made a deal with my dad. I, I was, would have been third form. So what did we say that was? 13? 13, 13, 14? I was having to get braces. And somehow my dad, oh, and I had to get two teeth pulled out to get my, my braces in, all my top teeth. So my dad was like, oh, you know, if you're a big boy, if you're brave, and this is funny being, you know, I'm still not a, a brave boy or a big boy. And I'm, you know, 36, but... uh. The, de- the, the, the deal was, if I go through with getting two teeth pulled out, he'll pay for half of my PlayStation, the oh, PS1. Shit. So I, I, I made up the rest of the money from... Uh, what the, you you a, cheap motherfucker! <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Well, like, you know, blood running Why out of my mouth. Thing, Dad? Come on. <laughs> well, that's not how my old man works. But, you know, and here's me with blood. But I, I, I do remember this vivid moment of, like, literally, he, he got me out of, you know, picked me up after while he was in the waiting room while I came out. My face had swollen up. There was still blood dripping from my mouth and I couldn't even talk properly. But I was like, cool, let's go get a PlayStation right now. And I bought one from, from, uh, it was like Newbolds or something in Upper Hut on that main street or whatever that electronic store was. Stoked. Handed over my money and it came free with Red Alert 1. Did it come with the DualShock controller or was it the No, they they, they hadn't invented the DualShock when I bought the PlayStation. Like oh, another, nice! Another, another another few years, so I still had, I had that real thin one. Did it come with one controller or two? One, one. Oh wow! But that was when everything sort of had to get bought separately. So yeah, I needed a, another controller. Well, at that stage, I didn't play with anybody, so I didn't have any friends, so I was fine. Did you? Um, <laughs> yeah. But I had, you had to buy the. That. Did Did you? Um, did you buy magazines with demo discs? See, I did occasionally, but I remember randomly. I was at my cousin's house. That, he, that was the era. That was the era of Demoda. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I still would. I mean, I think even, yeah, the game, the, the console itself, uh, the deal at the store, obviously they had multiple copies of Red Alert that no one was buying, but I was already aware of Command and Conquer. So I was like, yep, get in. I, I've got no problem. I'll pick that game. But it came 
in the box with the demo disc one or whatever it was the sort of the one that everybody had that showed all the games that were possible on the playstation right that blew my mind and i just played the demos over and over and over and over again used to be able to like 100 percent, you know disney's adventure game starring hercules which i always thought was funny because i was like why is it not called hercules why is it disney adventure game starring hercules that must have been some weird licensing thing but yeah being able to i knew where all the secrets were on that first level then i played that game and was like oh the rest of the game kind of sucks but oh well say lovey yeah i remember um not to um, rain on your parade or cut into your list but i remember twisted metal 2 and i remember uh obviously tony hawk i'm always talking about skateboarding games but um sports and um uh cars a sports sports game about a car game eight Um, yeah Yeah, twisted metal two yeah yeah man cool and i definitely would say the the, you know my list will continue i will do more consoles but the this one right here the sony playstation was my most formulative years these were the games that i still that i played on that that i hide and hold in such high regard and everything just pales in comparison which proves again that i'm just a you know bitter old fuck that's just like can't get over kids these days with the newfangled you know 60 frames per second 4k i don't get it fortnite fortnite that's you know in two weeks time right but i'm <laughs> yeah that was terrible. That was even a dad joke. Didn't even have kids. <laughs> anyway, next next on the list there is the What's the sequel month? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Nice. Um fucking knocking it out of the park there. Edit that out. Um, nah, that one's a keeper. So what's next on your list after a PS1? Uh the Game Boy Color. And, uh, yeah, that was, and that was, uh, it was another, I think it was a birthday present, but it was uh, gift giving in my family was always a bit weird. You'd get something, but it was never anything sort of, you know, amazingly special. As you heard, I would, if I wanted something special, probably even for Christmas, I'd have to buy half of it with Santa. Right. Um, but I just remember my mum coming to me one, one afternoon and she was like, you know, your birthday's coming up and this is, uh. Uh, I mean, they still exist in, in New, New Zealand. That's when people can really tell what accent I have when I say where we're from. Uh, flybys because points. We, oh, yeah, yeah, flybys points, yeah. And she came to me and she was like, well, I've been saving up all these flyby points, which is, you know, for anyone else, it's it's the adult points. You, you use your credit card, you get bonus points, and sometimes they go towards airwares, or otherwise they go on, you know, buying microwaves. But Ma came to me and was like, um, you know, I'm actually going to use the flybys points. Again, she was getting it theoretically for free, but she was like, I'm going to give you, make sure for your birthday you're getting a Game Boy. And I literally, I don't know, I think that was the first and only time I've ever hugged my mum. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much, Game Boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love you. Game Boy Color. Yeah. Um, but that, 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 that stoked. And then that sort of started my, uh, well, love affair with the Pokemon games because I think that sort of came out and I, I got Pokemon Blue and yeah. I, got, I had a few others. I had like a Zelda game and a Kirby what, game. What was, your, what was your starter in Pokemon Blue? I went with Squirtle. I always go for the waters. Yeah, same. Nice. Blastoise is the shit. They're, they're rounded. Actually, though, in saying that, now that my brain runs back, because I remember the cartoon, you know, and uh, all the sort of geeky things that you can think of uh, if, 
14 year old that I was. Uh, so I watched that bloody cartoon. And I actually think the, my first ever playthrough, my starter was Bulbasaur. The one that everyone's like, what the hell's wrong with you when you tell them that? <laughs> but I thought he looked, yeah. he, looked, he looked the most like a dinosaur in his final evolution. So I was like, well, okay, maybe not, because the other one was a giant fucking turtle. So I guess that could work too. And the other one's a dragon. What am I talking about? Yeah. I'm just making shit up. I don't know. I liked the color green. I was dumb. I still am. But yeah. <laughs> but now, generally, I pick, I put. Um, I think I, cho- I think I chose it because Blastoise is on the fucking cover of Blue. Well, yeah, fair enough. Which yeah. is that because that's the funny here's you know the facts that I know because in Japan it was red and green, and on the yeah, cover and on the cover was Venusaur. Yeah, and Blue came out after that, and then yeah, so yeah, green, it was green, then red, then Blue. As as far as I know, green and yeah. Oh, I don't even think they did. I don't even think they did blue in Japan. I, I oh, really? It, I think yeah. they did, and then they brought out yellow. Um, but anyway, yeah, blue came out here and, and whatever. Flowing on from that, I got I bought the advance, which we sort of touched on with my, I you know earned myself with, when I decided to turn up to work, and that was also still to play Pokemon. But um, started playing. There was I had Castlevania games on that too, which I'm a big fan of the Castlevania games as well. Uh. But yeah, then, uh, similar story to yours, I went off to study, uh, and yeah, we got, uh, you know, your, your student loan, your student allowance, all that stuff, and at the start of the year, they'd give you the course-related costs, what you're meant to spend on funding, at least $1,000 towards the year for books and whatever you might need, and I bought a PlayStation 2. That's so awesome. Yeah, and uh, I think the uh, first game I bought on that was... Uh, would have been it might have been Metal Gear Solid 3 actually I was late to the console obviously because I, I remember I had a friend that had a Playstation 2 so I played it heaps at his but I didn't actually own one myself I remember the ads on TV and it was like a duck and it's like welcome to the third place or some shit like that Oh, those, those, like Playstation 1, Playstation 2 era ads were so weird remember that alien girl she had to like yeah 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 the weird like, yep yeah yep. they 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 went crazy because I think that was all those like directors that did like uh, like Chris Cunningham and stuff that did like all the uh, like Aphex Twin videos and yeah all those just weird crazy directors from England making videos for the Prodigy and then ads for PlayStation. I don't know. If yeah, it was maybe... almost sorry. It was almost like a that that girl with the crazy eyes. It was it almost looked like a it would be like a filter on Instagram these days or something. Yeah. 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 In fact, I actually have a feeling I have come across that. Someone did it, yeah. and I was like, holy shit, you look like you're off that PlayStation ad. And then yeah. people are like, what? PlayStation? Ad? <laughs> Fortnite? Then, yeah, <laughs> month. <laughs> next, next year? Um, yeah, what was after the... Oh, yeah, so PS2. PS2. Yep. Uh, and then I turned... When I finally did use my course-related costs for sort of you know, for good, not evil. Well, dependent. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, and I ended up with a, a, a Mac so I could do design work because I like to draw as well. Uh, yeah. But I also then turned that into a gaming console. So it was not obviously as good as what a PC would be, but it worked well enough to get like uh, Warcraft 3 and a few you odd games well. in there. I did, well. I did end up playing well. I tried well. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it, but I just the funny thing is, is that I just didn't enjoy playing with other people 
Yeah. Oh, the, wow. The world's biggest, most massively multiplayer online role-playing game of all time. And I was just like, nah, I just like running around the world and seeing people running around the world. But every time someone was like, you want to go run a noob? Uh, noob, do you want to go run a dungeon or something? And I just got bagged out by all these people because they didn't know how to pr- play the game proper. They were, I like they were, that. They were talking. They were talking in a language that I didn't understand. So I just went, "Nah, I'm cool." <laughs> no, no, man, you're I'm, not. I'm just going. I'm just going over here. Yeah, I'd hide. Oh, sorry. Yeah, my, my, my thing's not working. Oh shit. Oh, I have to log off and then give that. Oh, I'm AFK. Yeah, yeah. Give that 15 minutes while I was just waiting for them to go away. Oh man, that's awesome. That's like kind of like you gaming in real life like by yourself like yeah. it's awesome yeah i love at, that it's six in the morning <laughs> um yeah because i think it's all about like raiding and you get together and you yeah, yeah. i've never i've never play, actually played it and but I, it's, mean, yeah. I know that's where a lot of the sort of south park oh, on it yeah well, i think that was even i watched that and i went maybe i do want to play this game if they're into yeah. it yeah um, they made it look a lot more fun than it well it was fun but it was also just sort of and I know a lot of the like uh, actual storyline beats were all tied up into running the dungeons with multi multiple people, but yeah, I just didn't I just didn't get the gameplay. It felt like too much to learn. And also, you would end up playing with people that you'd be like, "Well, then teach me. I need to learn, so I can't do it." And they, I didn't find them very helpful. Those that I played with, I did uh, play with my cousin a little bit, but he and he was good, but he was already like way too high leveled, so he'd come help me a little bit. But then he was like, well, I have to go do this with all the other high-level people. So, bye. <laughs> so, then I was just running around killing the same 30 duck monsters to turn in for two gold pieces. Oh, I don't know. It's the same way that I sort of talked about how I have no problem with the grind. The game is just grinding. The game is literally playing, so you just get better gear to the, go to the next area to do similar missions to get better gear to go to the next area. But I'd already played games like that my whole life, so I was kind of fine with it. Fuck yeah. Noon. Nice. And then, yeah, after that is the 360, which I bought because all my friends had 360s. But again, that's I didn't real... end up playing with them that much because I couldn't yeah. get the internet working properly. Yeah, that's real interesting. So you skipped down on the PS3. Mm. I wanted it. Uh, but, yeah, I just sort of decided. I was like, oh, well, you know, I, I could I could see when my friends were online. I could see when you were online and a few others. But all Craig wanted to play was Halo 3. And again, yeah. I was like, you're not really a gamer, are you, mate? <sighs> Love you, Craig, if you ever listen to this. <laughs> but you're not a gamer, mate. Yeah, that's, no, why, I... that's why you're not on the podcast. <laughs> I remember him playing um, Knights of the Old Republic uh, when I was fighting with you guys. Yeah, but he was that lucky. Was cool. Me and Jace introduced him to that. He did yeah. like that. He did take to that. I was, I was, It was one of those things. I started, like, you know, uh, twiddling my fingers, being like, oh, Craig's into a good game. Not, and that's me not, I actually enjoyed playing Halo 3, uh, yeah. so I'm not saying that wasn't a bad game, but I was like, oh, I can maybe, it was a gateway drug, I thought Knights of the Old Republic would be, but yeah. apart from that, it was just uh, that, pretty much. Although he did yeah. introduce me to Trials, which I thought was quite fun. Yeah, that is quite addictive, eh? And I did play a lot of um, Halo 3 ODST with um, with Craig. Um, mm. Yeah, I got super addicted to that. Um, well, you, you and Craig were pretty good at it, weren't you? Um, that was the other thing. Say... I'd go rounds, and we'd be playing online at, to- at Craig's house, and uh, I was just getting not only 
killed all the time, but completely <laughs> insulted by eleven year olds from Australia that were like, "I'll go fuck your mum." I have, you dude. I have, I have a memory of of a time. One of the last times I played uh, ODST on my three hundred and sixty, and it was two kids simultaneously teabagging my dead body, laughing <laughs> as, as the camera faded out. <laughs> I was really like, fuck, man, I loved the day. It was so awesome. Well, um, I just got too worked up. It was like, it felt too life or death because I was playing with Craig, who was like really good, and he's just like going around killing everybody. And I'm like, what's shoot again? What, yeah, so what, Craig, so yeah, our friend Craig, he was really good at like, he was much better at like sniping. Mm. I could never get the hang of the sniper too well, but I was really good with like a shotgun or the needler and I would like run at people and I would like shoot in them. Like, I can never say this word properly, m melee, melee yeah. them. No, no, um, melee, so, melee. Yeah, yeah so works. I'd run at them. Um, and I was also quite good with sticky grenades. Ah, um, yeah. But yeah, so that's... That was my gameplay. I was more of a brute battler as opposed to sit in the shadows and snipe. I liked um, the laser sword. <laughs> if I could, yeah, the sword was good. That, I always actually did alright with that. So you could hit R three and you'd you'd um, go Auto off the off and you'd go off the map. So you'd 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 um, teabag, but without actually teabagging, you're just squatting, which is what it's supposed to be for. Yeah, and it would take your take you off the radar so you could do that see someone run around a corner you can fucking laser them laser sword them out of nowhere and give them a fright good stuff see that was it even learning that you sort of read the radar i never sort of put two and two together yeah i mean we i might have been a little bit inebriated at the time so maybe my reactions were a little bit slower than they should have been but uh yeah that was what also was sort of giving me panic attacks i was like what it's so fast. Why, why is everyone screaming in my ears on these headsets? It's just yeah. It's just a video game, which I will scream yeah. at a video game, but, you know, obviously in the safety of my own room under blankets by myself. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, does that bring you to today? So you've now... Well, I, I also had a 3DS, uh, which just was, again, keeping up with my uh, Pokemon trend. Um, and randomly, I do own a Wii, but I never played it. I bought it off a chef at work and it went straight into a box. I think I played the bowling game once. Ah, oh, fuck, I didn't mention that. I had a Wii as well. I loved yeah, the bowling game. Damn, I didn't, I didn't mention that. But yeah, I had a Wii as well. Yeah, I love the bowling too. But yeah, to take us up to date is the PlayStation 4. And that's sort of what I've been playing for the last few years. Which is, again, I think I talked on the last episode where mainly it's just been to sort of <laughs> rebuy games I've already played in the past. But occasionally I come across a gem like Persona. But Hell that is, yeah, that, that's me. Yeah, so that's us. That's how that's how we know each other, and that's our gaming memories. Um, yep. So now we'll switch on to uh, the year of nineteen ninety-seven. Mm. After last year's, well, last year's, uh, last week's, my my choice of of nineteen ninety-seven, where we were going to pick a a memory. Uh, so I will go first on this. Because uh, I, I did it expressly with this year in mind. Uh, I could have even probably done, you know, if, if, if this takes off and we get popular, I could have even done a specialty episode on this game alone. Uh, but it is Final Fantasy VII, which came out in 1997. Uh, I think we sort of touched on it last, last episode, but uh, this was pretty much the most you know, formulative game I've ever played in my life. Because up until then, it was playing 
your Mario's, your Sonic's, your sort of platform games. Um, then the PlayStation came out, and I was playing sort of the, the the releases that were there. Nothing sort of, you know, I enjoyed it. I was having fun. Uh, but then, yeah, Final Fantasy VII, the ad campaign that was on TV worked. It was a whole bunch of beautiful uh, cutscenes, and it looked like nothing I'd ever played before. And when I played it, it literally was nothing I'd ever played before. I'd never played an RPG that I actually understood because i think i do have an odd memory of a sleepover when i must have been about like seven or eight and i think we played it was fantasy star on the sega but you know you're playing with a whole bunch of like seven-year-old boys that are just like which one's new which one's fun which one's exciting we plugged it in we must not have played more than five minutes because it was like a map you're running around when, when do you get to the fighting so we gave up on that Yes. Yeah, because it's more of like a, you probably want to be, one, you probably want to be a little more mature, so it's probably you're too young, mm -hmm. and possibly, and two is, it's not really like a birthday party, let's all play together game. No. It's only, it's no. only like Although, one player. The, the way that I did play it was, uh, this was, so I didn't actually, the first time I played it, I didn't actually own the PlayStation myself. Uh, I went with the next door neighbor, and we rented one from United Video down down uh, down the local village uh, after watching the ads we both talked about it and we were like what about this game like I saw all the ads it looks amazing and when we got it it came with three discs which was also like holy shit like what you know you're used to a disc before that you're used to just a con uh, like an, uh, just a single cartridge so we were like this game must be massive and you know we maybe rented it twice that way each time getting a little bit further not having a memory card and you know an RPG a memory card is, you know, necessary. Otherwise, so you have to pause it and keep the fucking console on all night. Or and just then... if you die, you have to go straight back to the start. And right. you know, these are 60-hour games. And we didn't know that at that time either. Because we, I think, for those in the know, we got to the church and the slums. That's the furthest we got on our... And this must have been like our third or fourth playthrough. So we've been playing for maybe two hours, two, three hours. And the whole time we were like, oh, we must be on to the second disc any any second now. You know, we've played for <laughs> so long. Little did I know that there was going to be at least another 30 plus hours before you. Well, no, okay, that's probably, I'll say maybe at least 15, 20 plus hours before you even got off to, onto the second disc, you know. I never played anything like it. And it was just, it was story. The, 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 the battle system itself is pretty simple if you played an rpg it's turn based so when your turn comes around you get a go uh you can change it to active time which is sort of you know means that they can still attack while you're wasting your time putting in your turn so you learn to be quick if you can uh but you know it's just it's attack you get magic abilities you get summon abilities so the gameplay was just i, I get why people have a problem with them that they are kind of slow but i was just so just drawn into the world uh, it, it, yeah, and it just sort of changed how I played games. I, I just only wanted to play similar games, so I then hunted out, you know, to find out that there was six more before it. When I could get my hands on those, I did. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII, uh, that that came out. I played it, though I have since said, you know, if uh, you ever meet a person in their favorite Final Fantasy VIII, don't trust that person. That's not a good person. <laughs> Not, they don't know what they're talking about. They're an idiot. <laughs> but, you know, it had some pluses. But then, you know, I, I went into the Breath of Fire series. I played the Suikoden's. I, I, I looked up 
and then yeah you know we were touching on the fact that i've got a final fantasy well a playstation one collection they're all pretty much rpgs some of them are absolutely dog shit uh you take what you can get especially when you know they're coming from japan you know, even that was the thing playstation magazines reading those seeing all these games i was like oh, i can't wait for this to come out here never does or only comes out in the states in the ntsc so you have to get the chipped playstation if you want to play it but yeah i i cannot express enough how much that game affected who i am as a gamer and now you know it continues persona was you know persona 5 was like sort of the best game i've played in the last 10 years uh and until that it's just it's replaying final fantasies and i know uh, i guess i will touch on i have not played the the remake yet uh, i've heard a lot about it i've heard both good and bad things there's still the the miserly hipster in me that's kind of like why are you you know, ruining my childhood. The game's good enough as it is. Yeah. But I know they're doing something different with it. I will get round to it. Um, I've heard they change a lot of, like, sort of even the storyline. There's, there's differences in that. Um, and I guess that's kind of a good thing because, you know, sort of if you're going to do a remake, you've got to sort of change it up rather because you've already got a classic. You might as well do something a bit different. Um, but I've just sort of half of me is just waiting really especially if we're now going onto the ps5 but it's also just the fact that that remake is not the full game they're they're releasing it episodic so final fantasy 7 remake part 2 is going to come and possibly part 3 so i may long be dead before they all finally come out but i thought i'd just wait a little bit just to make sure that they're going to keep going with it but yeah that is uh my sort of game memory of 1997 and that was that was a good year for games too like you had symphony of the night coming out curse of the monkey island abe's odyssey was out that year like there was there was some good games uh but that was definitely the uh the game that ended all other games for me up until that date yeah i love that i love that that's that's definitely the game i know you for and um yeah, I must admit I've never played it. Um, yeah. and, a little bit of the new one, um, but I know that, like, because I mentioned, like, off mic, I mentioned we've talked about this, and it was quite. Um, when I see people playing the remake, I see a look of a little bit of confusion in their eyes because, like, they love it, but they're like, "Oh, it's sort of missing with my original love." For the yes, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I played the demo. I downloaded the demo that was on the PlayStation Four, and the world still felt very much like final fantasy 7 so i was like okay i think i i might be able to push past this but like some of the newer final fantasies for me up until 12 is like they stopped they then and 12 in itself had a lot of uh changes to it but it still could be played like a final fantasy but then they just sort of turned into weird action schlock and 13 was literally just running from one corridor to the next with battle that was just manic and then 14 uh looks pretty but it looks more like kingdom hearts than it does a final fantasy um so yeah i've just sort of stayed away and as i think i sort of uh, dropped and alluded to in another episode although seven is like you know the, the the penultimate game for me it is not my favorite final fantasy and i will save which one that is for a rainy day nice so uh we'll leave 1997 in your hands tony what do you got for us sweet so um my 1997 memory is a game that was released in november 1997 so it's towards the end of of that year obviously but um ah, it still counts 
still counts. It was developed by Rare for the Nintendo 64, and it's Diddy Kong Racing. <laughs> nice. Um, this, this game uh, I'm mentioning because I have a real nostalgia for, like, um, a particular mode in the multiplayer. Um, so, yeah, it was like it was sort of like an um, alternate to Mario Kart. Um, as far as the game goes, you could be in a car, a hovercraft, or a plane. Um, and the actual, the reason why I love the game so much, it was this four-player, or it could be, it was a, it was multiplayer only. You had to do it multiplayer, and it was a dino domain level in the Fire Mountain, and um, you were in planes, and it was this. Um, I'm so I'm going to try and describe it now. Okay. You can, um, I mean, obviously it's on YouTube and stuff. Um, I even watched a YouTube clip of it to, re to remind myself of it. Um, yeah, so you basically are like, you each have a, you're in like this like canyon and you're, you're in a plane and you have a nest. And then in the middle, there's like um, a dinosaur's uh, nest with eggs in it. And it'll go three, two, one, go, and you shoot off. So it's, instead of like racing, what you're trying to do is you're trying to grab these eggs and plant them into your basket. And I think once the time is up, whoever's got the most eggs in their baskets wins. But oh, you can, yeah. But you so can it's kind of like, like, like a party game. Like, like yeah, it's, it would be like Mario Party-ish yeah. kind of. Um, um, yeah, but you, the cool thing about it was you could crash. Um, you could fuck other people up by like stealing their eggs from their basket. So you could like sabotage. It's not all just like about going to the middle to get the eggs. You could like some sorry, strategy I, I, to it. Yeah, and you could like fuck people over, and that would always be funny, um, or make people like drop their eggs and stuff. Um, yeah, and I just remember the game for um, the 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 soundtrack was real cool. There was good graphics. Uh, I personally, I think the Nintendo sixty four has a bunch of games. Um, most of the games are very hard to go back to now because they were so they're so squarey and like they almost hurt your eyes playing it. Like out of all the consoles, I feel Nintendo 64 is the, is hard to go back to these days. Um, yep. But it is one that I, you could borderline go back to. Um, and it also came out on DS in 2007. Um, oh, cool. But yeah, that, that's pretty, that's pretty much all I had written down. It's, it's not some sort of like in-depth game, but it's just a memory that I have and particularly playing four player and all like, because you don't really get that much anymore. Everything's online. You're not all sitting in the same room with controllers in your hands, all like yeah, like and being able yeah. to shit, shit talk each other and yeah. And then it was it gave real good usage for the four player because that's what was really cool about the sixty four. Oh, because that yeah, there was built. It in, had four. It? Yeah, it had four ports Rather than the for the controllers. Old, the multi tap thing you had to get for the PlayStation. Exactly. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much my memory in a nutshell. Nice. Yeah. All right, so, 1997. So I guess uh, since I picked the last year, it is your turn to pick a year. So what year have you got for us for next week, Tony? 69. No, um, <laughs> I, there's another great joke there. Um, yeah. um, use that one a few times, we'll, and we'll continue to. Yeah, um, I'm going to choose... Um, I didn't expect this, so I'm just trying to quickly think. Um, 2000. 2000. 2000. Done. 2000, done. Um, yeah. Y2K. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, right. The end of the world. 
the end of the world. Yep. Speak, speaking of the end of the world, this will be millennium. coming up to this will be coming up to the end of the podcast. Yep. Um, oh, nice segue. Yeah, yeah, got a segue there. <laughs> I almost um, ruined it by saying that. <laughs> um, <laughs> you have any last words? No, just uh, again, lovely to talk to you, Tony. Uh, and uh, that sounded really simple and dumb now that I say that out loud. I mean it, but you know what I mean. Like, uh, I've got nothing I love, to plug, so. I love, um, I I love having a chat to you about straight up gaming, and it's not like we're talking about, like, how's the weather? Like, no. I, real awesome. I love my favorite conversations is just jumping into something that's. Oh, I'm sure once we get to, like, like, you know, week four of this, we'll be like. How is the weather? In fact, I was even thinking about that because I, I will say it, uh, it's all right now, but it's been fucking freezing where I am. So I'm wrapped up on like two hoodies and, and, oh, and though I will, you know, maybe at one stage share this with the gram. I, I've started wearing my uh, specialty beanie for recording because it is, do you remember the game Parappa the Rapper? Oh, you know what's fucking weird? When you were talking about the PS1, I was going to mention that game. Yeah. Weird. I, That's I real that weird. Well, I uh, have a, that's so I weird. I, I swear to God, I was like, I'm going to say it. And I think I said Twisted Metal 2 twice. But I literally was going to say it. I remember playing that because it was a rhythm game. You said Twisted Metal so 2 weird. and Tony Hawk's. Yeah, and then I think I said Twisted Metal 2 again. And then, yeah, we're just – because, okay, we're not in the same room. And no. we're not, like, we're learning to do this. And we're yep. also trying out headsets at the moment. So the so sound I'll, might come I'll, through I'll, fucked up and yes. we are totally pleb noob at this. <laughs> Which and I guess I'll add into my, my, my outro and my final words is just uh, forgive us for that. We're, we're, we're getting better. Well, we don't know if we're getting better. We won't know until we listen to this back, but uh, we promise to get better. Absolutely. Man, I'm just mind blown that you just mentioned that game. Cause I was like, I remember I was like, fuck, I'm going to be gutted that I didn't mention that game well, for some I, stupid reason. You just did. And you're wearing a beanie uh, from, yeah, I've got the orange beanie with the little yellow frog on it. <laughs> but I've got Parappa the Rapper's beanie on right now. Yeah, that was great. Eh? Um, oh, shit, that game was cool. Um, oh, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so I would say follow me on um, Tony3XL on Twitch. That's the number three. Mm -hmm. And follow it. But the, the main plug, I'm actually not streaming that much at the moment, but um, You'll get uh, there. I'll, I'll get there. Um, um and i shouldn't i shouldn't downplay that but um that that's what it is if you want to give me a follow there for when i do stream and mm -hmm. we are both on our joint insta which is it leads pixels i-t-b-l-e-e-d-s-p-i-x-e-l-s bam and i guess mainly just uh share this if you feel the need well you shouldn't feel the need just share this you you i thought you even said that we've had a few listens to the first episode is that yeah, right? I've had a couple of follows on my Twitch too, and I don't know if that's just you, but <laughs> no, no, it's 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 not me. I was, that's, oh, I was actually going to oh, ask man. you how, how have we how have we managed that to find other people? I'm not sure, but Matt, you should totally follow me on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I will. <laughs> I mean, I already do because we're friends. It's, it would be look bad if I didn't already, right? It's funny because I, I see some plays on there and I'm just like, oh, shit, that's pretty cool. And um, <laughs> I listen to it a couple of times to make sure um, how I can improve and stuff. And it's funny. I, I think, like, are they just counting my plays? But no, it's... Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's... Um, no, there, there are some people listening, so it's pretty sweet. Um, thanks to anyone that is listening. It means a lot. And um, we'll try and get better. And um, 
we'll get some equipment at some point, but for now we'll just roll with what we got because let's just hit the ground running and um, I think we, yeah, it's something that I'm really looking forward to each week and um, being creatively active and yeah, it's good, man. Um, so that's it for this week and we will catch you next time. Yeah, peace out. Sweet.